Stay focused. That's, that's my word for tonight and the acronym. And um, let's go ahead and read from, I'm going to read from 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 42. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 42. Pastor said it right. I'm going to talk about the importance of staying focused. We know how to stay focused, get rid of distractions, so on and so forth. But I'm going to explain, I'm going to get to you, I'm going to make a point tonight on the importance of staying focused. 1 Kings 18, verse 4, I'm going to start from verse 41. So this is the drought ends. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now toward, look toward the sea. So he went and he looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass that the seventh time that he looked, there was a cloud as small as a man's hand rising up out of the sea. So he said, go up. Say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Verse 45. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind. And there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away, went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word tonight, Father God, of explaining the importance, the importance of staying focused this night. We thank you, Father God. Use my lips, Father God. Let, the, let, let ears unclog, let hearts understand tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right. <clears throat> focus, focus. Firmly on course until successful. That's a download straight from heaven via Google. Firmly on course until successful. So we have Elijah here on top of Mount Carmel, and that's hard to say because it sounds so much like Carmel, and we, we fast and dinner tonight, but uh, we have Elijah on top of Mount Carmel and his face in between his, in his knees. He deep in prayer. That's what we're going to do tonight, right? Yep. Now, I want y'all to do something for me. I want y'all to put yourselves in the shoes of the servant tonight, okay? If you got to close your eyes, visualize, do whatever, okay? Now, let me remind you. He's the one going back and forth, running back and forth, right? Elijah says, hey, go check to see. Go check to see. If there is rain coming, something coming, if there's evidence of this prayer, evidence of something, okay? Now, how many times he had to run back and forward? Seven times, seven times. All right, now I want you to remember this. The servant didn't have Nikes. No Nikes, what, he had probably a slab of leather on his feet or something like that? Yes, it was a mountain. There was a Mount Caramel, right? Rugged terrain. 
It wasn't smooth. It wasn't a gym floor, right? So at what point, what would you think? What would you say? Elijah, I got to run up there again? Is it the second time? The third time? I could picture him saying, you know what they say, Elijah, third time's a charm, but I didn't see nothing. You want me to go a fourth time? Get Brother Antoine to do it. He ain't doing nothing. Get Sister Brown to do it. I'm tired. He ain't doing nothing. You see what I'm saying? 1 Kings 18 to 44, verse 44. Then it came to pass the servant. Now, then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising up out of the sea. So this is Elijah. This is what Elijah says. Go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. So keep it up there. So Elijah tells the servant, okay, cool, something's happening. Happening. Now I need you to go over there and tell Ahab, remember in verse, what was it uh, earlier, the, uh, the opening verse, it said that Ahab was getting something to drink. So we have Ahab sitting down getting lunch, eating lunch and something to eat and something to drink. We have Elijah, the man of God, sitting on his butt. And now he wants the servant who ran up and down seven times to check, see if something going on without Nikes on rough terrain is hard work, right? Now the servant has to go and tell Ahab to, hey, rain's coming, hurry up. Get your chariot ready and go down there. And you know the servant had to hurry up after all of that because Elijah wanted Ahab to hurry before the rain stops you. So after seven times, Elish, he said, run. He told the servant, run. After seven times, now I got to go to Ahab? You sitting down, Elijah, and he eating lunch. I got to do this again? Question. How would this make you feel? <laughs> Question. Do we see the servant complaining? Talk to me, foundation. No, we do not. Let me make it more easy. Let me make it more real for today. Because it's easy for us to say, yeah, I'll run up and down, do, do, this, do this for you, Elijah. I ain't seen nothing the second time. I ain't seen nothing the third time. But I believe you, Elijah. I believe you, Elijah. Yeah, I'll do it for you, Elijah. You are the prophet that can make it rain because you cause fire to come down from heaven. You could do this. It's easy. It's easy. Now, I want you to do something else. Now, put a pastor in the shoes of a prophet, of prophet Elijah, or put a leader or put a bishop, somebody in that place in the shoes of the prophet, which you still being the servant. What would you say? What would you think? I believe you, pastor. I will do this work. I will tread this hard terrain because I believe the drought will end. Most Christians today would quit and quit fast and skip church, hop to another church. All right? Now, I know all of us here after seven times, we would still be listening. We would listen. We would listen. We would listen. 
I know we wouldn't, I know we wouldn't, wouldn't, you know, give up, do nothing like that. But just hypothetically speaking, let's say we complain, okay? We run up the first time. We run back. We run back. The man of God, a pastor, whatever they tell us, we say, man. This is now Oregon State, where it's always like Washington, where the weather's always good. This is Israel. It's hot. Here, here, I know, I know. I'm, I'm down here praying, but here, here, take this towel, wipe the, wipe the sweat off. Take the cloth, wipe the sweat off. Run up there again. You run back. Whew. I am parched. It's thirsty, and we're in a drought. I mean, you expect me to run again? I know you're thirsty. I know. I mean, we just used all the water on that altar back there, praising God. I know you, you can keep doing. You run up there. You come back again. Oh, my feet hurt. Picture the man I got. Okay, let me massage him for you. Let me massage him for you. Okay. You run back again, run up. Oh, man, my calves hurt. I know, oh, man, you got a Charlie horse? Let me rub that for you. Okay, you get it. You get it, okay? Distractions can hurt. Complaining while doing the job is not as effective. Let's watch this. Not all the while. All the while that the servant is doing this, let's just say he was complaining. Remember, you and his shoes. Rough terrain, right? No Nikes, right? Elijah or the pastor, bishop, anyway, they're sitting there nurturing you, motivating you, pepping you up, okay, to get this job done, right? Now, how could the man of God stay focused with the task at hand like this? Yes, pastors are the under-shepherd. They, uh, they do that for us. But to the point of losing the distraction, losing focus, but to the point of losing focus, can you see Elijah or a pastor or leadership saying, look around, I have nobody else. You got to do this. All the while he's losing focus if, if, if we complain. You see that? Do you see the picture there? It's important that the people of God stay focused. Acts 6. Acts 6, verse 2 through 4. It's important for the people of God to stay focused. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of disciples and said, Is it not desirable that we should leave the word of God to serve tables? Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Okay, I'm going to pause right there. Nothing's wrong with serving the table. It is still as important as the 12 when they was studying the word of God because they served the table this that was important because guess what? We're interdependent on one another. That was important, important because the 12 needed to stay focused in the word of God. And it was an important task. They said these guys, these brethren were full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom and of good reputation. Why they did that? Look, this is why they did that. Because we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Interdependence right there. Okay. Now watch this. Watch this. I said all that to say this one thing. In order for the prophet to stay focused, the servant stayed focused. 
In order for the pastor to stay focused, the congregation has to stay focused. It ain't worked three times. It ain't worked four times. What makes you going to think it's going to work the fifth time? Why keep doing it? The mentality of the servant was this. I ain't doing it for you. And I wish Brother Edwin was here. He stayed focused. He stayed, the servant, servant stayed focused firmly on course until successful. Even if, even if the seventh time passed, he stayed firmly on course until successful. He would have did it the eighth time. Sixth time, sixth time, up and down, nothing happened. Seventh time, finally, something came. Breakthrough came. I say to you tonight, this on our seventh anniversary, something can happen. If not, the text reminds me to keep believing, stay focused, because at any point in time, the drought could end. This whole, the whole theme, this whole theme this week is push. Persevere. We see perseverance in this, this text here? Yes, we do. We see unity? Yes, we do. Stay focused, I just told you. The servant was staying focused. Elijah was staying focused on his job. Yes, we do. Harvest, do we see the harvest? Yes, we do. That's when the rain came. Now, I'm going to reverse back. I'm going to get you a little, little more frustrated at something. The, the um, Mount Carmel, the minimal distance between Jezreel and Mount Carmel the minimal distance is 15 miles, okay? So we have Mount Jezreel, and it goes just like this. And then, I mean, um, Mount, uh, Mount Carmel, just like this. And we have Jezreel right, right down here, right over here, okay? Now, they were looking at the sea. The sea's way over here. They probably, probably was at the furthest distance away. But the closest, closest distance was 15 miles away. Bring up uh, verse 44 again. It might be, um, I'll, I'll read it. Okay. Yeah, watch this. Do, 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 cherry, go down before the rain stops you. Next verse, Diver. Okay. All right, let's do it. Let's go over here. Now, it came to pass in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and the wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Next verse, Diver. He rode away. What happened to, Jez uh, what happened to um, Ahab? He rode away in his chariot. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance to Jezreel. How did Elijah get there? He ran by the hand of the Lord, okay? Who got to Jezreel first? Elijah. Who got to Jezreel second? Ahab. Who possibly got there third? After running seven times to check in to see if something was going on, so, you know, see if there was a cloud or not. After going over there to check, check on the man who was eating his lunch in order of the man who was sitting down on his butt playing, uh, praying, I'm sorry, in the dirt, okay, okay, now, one guy get to ride home in a vehicle, and the other guy gets the hand of the Lord, boom, get there first, 
where just what happened to what happened to the servant? Just maybe, I mean, he probably limped his way back to Jezreel. Minimal 15 miles, and we hear nothing of him complaining. This guy stayed focused. I'm going to close now. I got one little story. Got one story to tell. So last week, last week there was a news and a story about this running bull, this bull running through the streets of New York, right? So I'm going to read what's going on in, the, in my eyes, in the bull's head, okay? This bull was in a slaughterhouse. This is what this bull was thinking in my, my, my words. Death is all around me. Moo. No one leaves this place, gets past this place. I am, am I going to stand here and line and await death, the inedible? Or do I push against the normal and resist? I tell you, that bull was running the streets of New York. He, he, it didn't care if he got caught or not. He went out with a shout. He tried, okay? But can I tell you, guess where that bull's at? They put that bull in a sanctuary. All right? Push back, push back, push back. Stay focused, foundation. All right? Amen, amen. We are going to pray.